So we're going to start again from Daftes uh, Amad Beis. I want to clear up a Gemara that I wasn't certain about yesterday. I spent some time looking in, into it. Um, and let's take a look um, at... Um, the Gemara says, five lines on the bottom. The Gemara said that um, Reish Lakish was bathing in the river and and Rabbi Barbachana offered him a hand and Reish Lakish said to him um, a statement about people of B'nai Golas because Rochel does not like them and uh, because they didn't go up with Ezra, etc. in, in, uh, in Bavel. B'nai Bavel. Uh, the Gemara asked the question, five lines on the bottom, Reish Lakish, um, is it possible that Reish Lakish spoke with Rabbi Barbachana? Uma Rabbi Elazar. Rabbi Elazar was a, um, a Talmud and a colleague of Rabbi Yochanan, and so was Reish Lakish. But Rabbi Elazar was called Mar the Ardi Yisrael. He was called the master of Eretz Yisrael, meaning he was effectually the Rav of Eretz Yisrael in a certain sense. Well, have Rishlokish did not speak to him in the shuk, in public, and, um, and talk to him in public. Um, the man, the mishtoi, Rishlokish badi b'shuk, badi b'shuk, whoever Rishlokish spoke to in the shuk, the marketplace does not mean necessarily the marketplace. It means anywhere in public. Rishlokish didn't speak to anybody in public, and everyone knew that. And uh, um, it's only in public. Um, people would, would consider that person extremely trustworthy, meaning Reish Lankish was exceedingly select with whom he spoke with in, uh, in public. Although in private, he, he did speak to plenty of people. You know, you, you, you have Gemaras to tell you that Reish Lankish sat in Din Torah with people, others, Ayat Tomidim, and uh, even if Kahana came up from Babel and, um, and, uh, and uh, converse with Reish Lakish. So in private, Reish Lakish spoke with people. In public, he didn't speak with people. Um, I think that the reason had to do with the fact that people held Reish Lakish in tremendous respect. You see, as I said yesterday, Reish Lakish was a robber. Not only was he a robber, he was unfortunately a successful robber. And he was, he was a thief. And he led a band of, uh, of robbers. So... And then he became, not only became a Balchuva, but he became a great Talmud Chacham. Um, similar, if you wish, to the very famous Israeli singer or uh, actor. Um, I, I, never, I never heard of him before he became from. His name was Uri Zohar. He was very famous in Israel years ago. Apparently, he made a lot of movies. And then, uh, maybe he was also a rock star. I'm not sure exactly. But then he became, it was, it was big in Israeli culture. And then he became from, and now he become from, he became a great Talmud Chacham. So um, people have a great respect for him that he's able to change his life, life around and become a whole different person. So uh, the same thing, Rish Lakish had great respect for him. And um, he disassociated himself with all his former people. And uh, in doing so, he made sure not to, not to talk to anybody in public. And because if people would talk to Rish Lakish in public, that would be like, like a stamp. Imagine if, um, let's say, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, you were able to walk over to the president as he's 
taking a walk uh, in Washington and just walk over to him and say, uh, hi, how are you? And, uh, but, and then somebody takes a picture and says, Henry Bloom, confidant of President Trump. Not really. Henry Bloom met him in the street and said, hi, President's a high back, but it looks that way. So now, um, I don't know if you're pro-Trump or anti-Trump, Henry, it doesn't matter. I'm just using this example. Um, but uh, that's it. So the same thing, that he, he was scared that people would say, okay, uh, you, you saw I, I was walking the street with Rach Lucas, right? So therefore, you know, use my shop, use my business, right? Like that. I'll just give you, leave you with one muscle that the Chavetz Chaim owned a grocery store in Raden. Sold fruits and things like that. And um, he realized that because of who he was, people would want to frequent his grocery store, support the great Tamuchachim, Chavetz Chaim. And every once in a while, Chavetz Chaim would go into the grocery store, his wife ran it, to make sure that everything was, was on the up and up, make sure everything was good. So people would get a chance to meet the great Tzadik, the Chavetz Chaim. But he realized that it took away from the other merchants in the city because it was the city, the town, the area. Because people wouldn't shop by them, they'd only shop by him. So he closed his shop only two hours a day, kept it open. Didn't want to didn't do that. So uh, here's the same thing. Rishlokesh was worried that people were going to use association with him as a, as a, as a way to gain favor with other people. He didn't want to do that. So he was extremely meticulous and careful about whom he spoke with and so much so that even Rabbi Elazar, he didn't speak with. Now, why, Rabbi Elazar was the Maradar of Israel. He was the greatest of Israel. Why wouldn't he speak to Rabbi Elazar? And probably it could be possible. I don't know this is a fact, but it's possible that once you're not speaking with some people in the street, you can't speak with everyone in the street. Because otherwise, it doesn't look good. The, 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 um, I don't speak to Ruven, but I do talk to Shimon. I don't talk to Levi. I talk to Yehuda. Doesn't look good. So he didn't talk to anybody in the street, except people who were, who were known apparently to be his very close associates. So let's see what it says. Um, so the Mara says, um, so Bahadi, so since he didn't talk even to Belazar, Bahadi, Rabba Babachana, Kishkoi, what do you speak in front of two Rabba Babachana? So the Mara says, no, that's correct. Amra Papa, Papa said, Shadi Gabra Benai, we have to um, put a, Shadi means to put, or even to throw, a person in between, meaning it wasn't, the incident did not happen with Reish Lakish and Rabbi Babachana. Either it was Reish Lakish and someone else, or, uh, or somebody else entirely, and uh, two people entirely different. So, and uh, that person, uh, somebody else entirely and Rabbi Babachana. Oh, Reish Lakish, if, if it was Reish Lakish, then it was Waziri. Ziri was a known confidant of Rish Lakish to begin with. So there was nothing uh, unusual about Rish Lakish conversing with Ziri. Oh, Rabbi Babachana Hava. It was actually Rabbi Babachana, Rabbi Lazar, and it was Rabbi Lazar. So it was, it was, it was not, that, that pair was not. Okay. Okay, also the Kamid Rabbi Yochanan, when either Rish Lakish or Rabbi Lazar, both whom, of whom were Talmidim of Rabbi Yochanan, came in front of him, Amrle, Rabbi Yochanan said, I don't agree with you. Lav hainu taima. This is not the reason. This is not correct. Di'inami saliku kulo, if 
the all of Klai Yisrael had gone up to Eretz Yisrael, Bimei Ezra, in the time of Ezra, Laham Yishara Shechina B'Mikdash Eni, Shechina anyway, would not have devolved in the second place of Mikdash. The Siv, the Avtelikim Liafes, Hashem made nice, made Liafes beautiful, but here's his big advantage, V'yishkon Ba'olei Shem, and he will dwell in the tents of shame. Avogav, the Avtelikim Liafes, even though Hashem made Yefes nice, which Rashi explains that Yefes, which was Persian, we'll see soon, not only Persian, Yefes' descendants, among Yefes' descendants um, was, was, were the Persians. Still, still, um, and they built the base, they, they instituted the building of the second base of Now, still, but the Shechina, the devolvement of the divine presence only occurred during the first base of Middash. Let's take a look at Rashi. Rashi is on the Amid Beis on the bottom. Piyosi Reb Shimon Ben Lakish. Rashi is on Shimon Lakish, or according to the other explanation, would have been Rabbi Lazar. Kamei Rabbi Yochanan. The Sipralo Kach Amarti. This is what I said. Kach Amarti Lolaponi. This is what I said to Ziri, right? Rabbi Lazar said, this is what I said to Rabbi Rabbi Khan. Rabbi Yochanan didn't agree. He said, Abba P, Shiyamta, Lakimli Yavas, look at Rashi on top, Shezachu Harsiyim Livnos Bayesheni, that the Persians merited to build the second base of Migdash. It's a very big deal. The divine presence only resides in the, second, the first base of Migdash. Which one? Shabbat, what? Shabbat Shalom. That's Shalom Malibu. Shabbat Mizaro Shoshem. Shlomo came from, of course, from Avram Avinu, descended from Shem. Now the world goes off on a, a different point because we mentioned that, that the after Lakim Yefes, that, that uh, Hashem granted favor to the Yefesites to build the second base of Middash, and we know that the Persians did it. So the question we need to ask is, where does it say in the Torah that the Persians were descended from Yavas? So the Mormon says, Parsayim, and Olam, be Yavas, How do you know that the Persians actually came from Yavas? It says, B'nai Yavas, the children of Yavas, Gomer was one, had eight, 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 eight sons. Gomer, Amago, Gomer, these four nations, Mesuval, Umeshech, Mesiros, seven of them, sorry. Gomer, Magog, Mada, Yavan, Suba, Meshach, Siros. It's seven sons. Gemara says, Gomer, Ze, Germania. Now, um, Germania sounds like it's Germany. Um, I looked in the Sefer Tferis Yisrael um, a, lo- a while ago uh, when I was learning the Nagayim. The Tferis Yisrael on Nagayim, but over there it says that uh, a nega, um, a nega tsaras, has to be. It, it was it was white, it was, it, it, depending on the negative. The more mentions that the skin of the Germania people were white, and the the um, they were white, and the the treasure Israel says that the Germania people were the Scandinavians. They lived in northern Europe, 
So the Denmark, Finland, Sweden type of area, I guess the Vikings, those kind of folks. Those were Germania. Magog, Zekinadia, right? Um, okay. Madai, um, well, he changes it around a lot. Um, um, Yavon is uh, Macedonia, which is what we know as Macedonia, which is part of, which is Greek and part of Turkey. And Madai is Kamashmo. The, the median kingdom was, uh, we, we know about this already from Megillus Esther. Chel paras Madai, right? So Madai was media. Where was media? Media was uh, neighbored Persia. <clears throat> exactly its borders, I don't know. But media was a well-known, or media was a well-known um, kingdom back in the day. Tuval ze base Punyaki. I don't know where that is. Meshech zu Musia. Tiras. Meshech is Musia. Whatever Musia is. I don't know. Um, now, Tiros, okay, um, there's a machlokas. Pligalei ba Samai Rabbanan. Amalei Rab Simon Rabbanan. Chan Amar, Zubay's Taraiki, okay, this is the area of Taraiki. Base, this is my theory. Uh, sometimes it says a, a, a country, which is, uh, um, is Germania, it's an area. Sometimes it says base, which is a house. So my assumption is that base refers to a tribe, right? Sometimes you had tribes that, that, um, that were, were kind of wanderers, like the Mongol tribes moved around from place to place. And so did even other tribes, you know, um, the Visigoths, which um, historians say came actually from the Mongolian tribes, actually emigrated, they moved around a lot. So uh, that's what it says base. It was like the tribe of Turaiki, Paras. This is Paras. Now, um, I, I thought about this yesterday because uh, yesterday I was giving Shir, I was bothered by this. Um, when I learned this previously, I think I was bothered by it as well, that you only proved that Paras is a child of Yefes according to one Mandiyama, one opinion. The other opinion says, whichever one it was, from Simon or the Rabbanon, that, um, that uh, that it, it, it is based Taraki. It's, it's not, it, it, so the, the, according to the other opinion, the Persians are, are not descendants of, of, uh, of, uh, of, of Yafas, because, you know, all these, er the Mara doesn't mention in any of the other children that there's a Machokis, they tell you what it is, and it's not Persians. Only, the only possibility would have been the last one, Tiras, right? Either it's Persian or it's not Persian. So I guess Rabbi Yochanan, who says that Yafta Lakim Yefes refers to the children of Yafes, which means the Persians who built the second base of English, has to go like that man the Yama that says that uh, they were Persian. The other man the Yama would not agree. Okay. So, so what is it we're saying about Yefes that is All the uh, important here? What, what, I mean, it, where they live, what their culture is, where, well, why... What are we pointing out about Yefes that, that helps us? The Gemara only is bringing down Yefes for one purpose, because Rabbi Yochanan had said a statement. Rabbi Yochanan said, Yaf Elohim Yefes, that Hashem is going to make Yefes 
beautiful, but it means Hashem is going, the office is going to do something beautiful, which is they're going to be the builders of the second base of Mikdash. So um, where do you find, now we know that the ones who, who, uh, who enabled the building of the second base of Mikdash were the Persians, we know that. But where do you find that Persia descended from Yafas? How do you see that? So Yemara goes through the children of Yafas, telling you, each of the kids, all of the seven children, which child corresponds to which nation in their day. Not, not that I personally know what the definition of these, um, these who these tribes are and who the, where these areas are, but the Gemara knew it. Gemara says, this is Germania and this is Canadia. Um, and the last one, Gemara says, according to one opinion, is Persia. So once Yephus had a child named Tiras, and Tiras is Persia, we see that we could, we could learn the passage going to Rabbi Yochanan, that Yephus' children, that Yaphelikim Yephus means that Hashem gave Yephus this great schus by uh, allowing him to build this beautiful thing, which is the second base of Mikdash. Okay, Robin? Robin? Yeah, I hear. Thank okay. you. Okay. Now, Tani Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, Tiras Zuparas, Tiras Zuparas, you find in the Gemara that um, different Amarayim were known for different things. Like Rabbi Yirmiya, for example, was known to ask very fine questions. You find the Gemara always, boy, Rabbi Yirmiya. Yirmiya asks very fine questions. Is it this way or is it that way? The Targum, to explain the Psukim, that was Rabbi Yosef's forte. In fact, the Vilna Gaim says that Targum Yonas and Menuzil, Anavi, is actually not written by the Tana Yonas and Menuzil, was written by Rabbi Yosef. It was a safer put out by Rabbi Avram Ben Arambam and the Hagdama was written by the Vilna Gaon, Avram Ben Agon, I mean, Avram Ben the son of the Vilna Gaon. And Nagdama, in Nagdama, he quotes his father, the Gain, and he writes that. So Rabbi Yosef was an expert in Targums. He tells you, Rabbi Yosef says, Tiras, the actual translation, is Paras. It really means that. Now, once we are uh, employing Rabbi Yosef's uh, um, Targum, he tells you that Tiras is Paras. So now um, we're going to continue with what Rabbi Yosef uh, is explaining. These are two areas, right? Savta, Barama, Misavtacha. Okay? Tell Rabbi Yosef, Sikistin, Gavyasa, Visikistan. Sikistan, Baraisa. Um, they means Safta is Sikistan, right? Um, Tan, right? Gavyaisa is like uh, Sikistan. Now, where that is, I have no idea. And you have Pakistan, Afghanistan, right? That was a, a Muslim um, suffix meaning land of or country of Sikistan. Um, um, Gavyaisa, don't know, or Goyaisa. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Sikistan Goyosa is um, is, uh, is 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 the inner Sikistan. Is is the main Sikistan. Sikistan Bar Yaisa 
is the outer Sikistan. Um, bar means outside. That's what it means. Sikistan Gaviosa, or Sikistan Baryosa. The, uh, it could be that one was in the other, maybe it was landlocked, I'm not sure. So there were two areas, um, two tribes apparently, probably very related, but they formed two different nations. Okay. Um, ben Chada, now I don't know, the Mara says that, uh, the, the Mara uh, it talks about three different, uh, um, we'll see Rashi in a second, three different places. Sabta, Varama, Vasabta. Take a look at Rashi for a second. Rashi is the third line. Because um, um, Gemara mentioned three nations, and Rabbi Yosef only explains two of them. So Rashi deals with that. Sikistan Gaviasa, Vasikistan Baryasa. Asabta, Vasabta Cha. Apparently, um, the, the, uh, the, um, the, the name of the nation was Sav. And then there was Savta, which would mean inside, and Savtacha, which would mean outside. Sheshman um, Shava, the names were the same. Vehem Machoz Mukavharim, and it was was an area surrounded by mountains. Vachitona Mukefes, Makefes as Apanimus. The outer one surrounds the inner one. Verachoka Panimus, Chutz, Menahevik, Hevik, Hakitamar is going to say, we didn't say anything more yet, but I'll say it in Rashi. And the inner one is distant from the Menahekabachitzona, the Choltzad, from where the outer one begins, the Choltzad Meya Parsi, Menahekabachitzona Alpha Parsi, meaning that the inner one was smaller and its area encompassed 100 Parsi, and the area of the outer one was 1,000 Parsi. A Parsi is about um, four kilometers, I think. So um, the inner one was four kilometers. I'm assuming it's in the width, but I don't know. Maybe it's the total land area, 400 uh, kilometers square. I'm not sure. Wasn't Mongolia known as Inner Mongolia and Outer Mongolia? Yeah, but I have no idea this means Mongolia. I understand. That's the only other countries I've ever heard of where it was named as Inner and Outer. Maybe it is. I don't know, but it, it could be these were nations that were named that way, and they it changed over time. You're talking about uh, you know 1,800 years ago. Maybe historians know what it is. I don't know, but uh, the, the suffix "stan" is not uncommon to us. There are countries that have that: Kurdistan, Uzbekistan, a lot of stands around, right? Stan Froliger, a lot of stands. Okay. Um, the um, um, now the Gemara says Ben That's what it says back in the Gemara. From one or the other, Maya Parsi between uh, the in, as Rashi said that between the inner one to the end of the out, the beginning of the outer one was a hundred. Kefa Alpha Parsi, and the 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 area around the other one. So that's what. So means a cave of Chetzayin Alba Barzi, meaning the total land area surrounding the uh, of the outer one, surrounding the inner one, was a thousand Parsi. So that would be four thousand approximately square kilometers was their total land mass. Okay, fine. So, so um, okay, considerable amount of land. Great. Now the more goes further. 
Um, now, the Gemara, since we're discussing the concept of places and names, the Gemara is going to discuss this as well. Even though this is not related to um, to the uh, to the previous Gemara, but this is what the Gemara says. We're talking about uh, Nimrod and the is all the way back in the Torah, hitting the Torah that the beginning of his kingdom was Bavel. Now, what are these places? Bavel, Erech, Ankit, Karne. Mara says, Bavel, Kemashma. Bavel is well known. Babylon, we know what that is. That's today's, today's Iran. Iraq. I'm sorry, Iraq. That's today's Iraq. Bavel, Babylon. Erech, Zu, Urikus. That's an area which was known in those days as Urikus. Um, Achad ze Baskar. Baskar is, um, we, we know Baskar. Well, it's, uh, Baskar, I think, is a city in Iraq also, an area of Iraq. Kalna zu Nofer Ninfi. I don't know, I have no idea what, what that is. Nofer Ninfi. Okay? Fine. These are different areas. And it says, Ashur. Um, uh, from that, let's not talk about Nimrod, I'm sorry, it's talking about, um, about Cham. Um, Ashur, from these lands, uh, Ashur came out. But let me just hold on one second. The exact passage here. No, it is Nimrod, I'm sorry, it is Nimrod. Yeah, it says, I'm sorry, I was right the first time. That's what they were. And then it says, from that land, Ashur. Ashur is generally translated as the Assyrians, the ancient kingdom. So that's Yotza Ashur. So Tani Rabbi Yosef, who was Ashur? Ze Silek. That was what was known to them as Silek. And I can't do any more than this, I don't know. But even as Ninveh, um, he built Ninveh, Vesvachovos here, Vesvachovos. What is Ninveh? Ninveh is Kemashma. We know historically where Ninveh was. That was a, a city on the Tigris River, if I'm not mistaken. Um, big city. Vesvachovos uh, here, Zet Paras, okay, right? Paras de Mishan, Kalach, Zet Paras de Borsif, right? Um, the, the Bosphorus um, Sea is probably where that is. So it's a Paris of Mishan and a Paris of Bosphorus. V'es Resen, and the area of Resen, Ben Ninveh, Ben Kalach, Hiragadola. So what is Resen? Resen is um, Actisfo. Um, the ACT prefix is found also in ancient times. Action, different places. Actisfo. Maybe it is Action, I don't know. Here, 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 Gadola. So it is the ear Hagadola. So it says that um, in the in, in Pasik, it says here, um, it says that's Resen, and Ninveh Ben Kalach, Yia Ira Gadola. So where it says, what does it mean, Yia Ira Gadola? I don't know. In Yodea, in Ninveh, it says Resen. Ben Ninveh Ben Kalach. I don't know what's the Ira Gadola. 
and Nidve Yergadola, in Russian Yergadola. Is Russian the Yergadola is Nidve Yergadola? And when it says Kishomer, Nidve Yergadola, Yergadola, Elokim, and Nidve was a big city to Hashem, not over here talking about in Yonah, which we're coming up to soon, Mitzvah then we know, um, we know, Mahal, Shloshes Yemen, you have to walk three days to get from one end to the other. Haviomer Ninve Ia Yerigadola. Ninve is, when it says Yerigadola, it refers to Ninve. So the Torah was sparse over here, but told us what it was in, uh, in, in Yonah. Okay? Now Rashi tells us an interesting thing about the Assyrians. Okay? It says, From that land of Babel, Ashur left. Why did he leave? So Rashi is the third line where the skinny lines begin. Shalom, Leos, Batsas, Daraflaga. Ashur did not want to be included in the Eitza, meaning in the design of the Daraflaga. If you heard my share on Sunday, I spoke about the, the uh, perniciousness of the Dar HaFlaga. Uh, it's on audio and it's even on video, if you wish. Um, so it's, it's, uh, you, you, could, you, could, uh, you could access this if you want. Um, Nicole has, has posted it. Um, now, let's see a little bit further, okay? Visham, and it says over there, this is talking about when the Maraglim went into Eretz Yisrael, so they saw the seven Canaanite nations, and over there in Eretz Yisrael, there were these people. There was a Chiman, Sheshai, Vesalmai. Gemara is, just because Gemara is talking about names of places and identification, Gemara is mentioning this as well. So, Chiman, Sheshai, Vesalmai, Elide Hanak, the giants, the children, these three were the children of the giants, right? Okay. Now, the Gemara says, oh, so Rashi says that, by the way. Look at Rashi. Since we're talking about names, um, uh, then we, we add this in also. Remember, we, we mentioned previously that the Gemara um, is, is really intended to be Torah Shabbat and as such, it has to be put into a format that people can easily remember it. So, you, when in your mind, you say, Okay, this is the names section. We're going to translate what this city is and what that area is and what these people are. So that is that section. So that's why the Gemara put it in that kind of an order. Gemara says, Achiman miyumin shebaachim. Miyumin shebaachim. I love this word miyumin. Because there is, Miyuman means strong. The strong ones are the Achim. Um, there is an English word that surely comes from here, this word. You ever hear of the old English word called Yeoman? You ever heard like Robin Hood? Y-E-O-M-A-N? You know, Robin Hood and his Yeoman. <laughs> you know, that's um, Yeoman. When you hear that word Yeoman, you think to yourself, strong guys, right? Men of the sword, right? So uh, that's his, his Yeoman were yeoman Shavachim, right? He was the yeoman, right? He was the, he was the man, okay? He was the strongest of them. Now, you, you think that these other guys were weak? They were not. 
Sheishai, Shem Mesim as the Oritz Kishachisais. When he when he uh, when he walked or when he sat uh, when he lied down, he destroyed the land underneath him. Like, you know, killed the topsoil. They made it like destroyed, right? Imagine like the guy's walking and he's making like pits in the ground, you know? When he lies down, there's this like huge crevice underneath him. Okay? Makes a lake. Talmai, Shemesimus Aris Kalamim Kalamim. When he walked, he was so heavy that around him became almost a furrows. Around his feet were furrows. Okay? So look at Rashi right away. Um, Shemeshim as Aris Kishachisos. Bipsiosa, Rashi says, by his walking. He destroyed the, uh, the, the, the earth. Sheishai, Loshin, Hashe'es Vashava. Vashin, Echad, Levado, Shorish, Bateva. The Shin is actually a Shorish in a Teva. Levado, Shorish, means Rashi learns that it is possible to have a Shorish out of one letter. Generally speaking, we consider a Shorish from three letters, sometimes two. But Rashi is telling you here that there is a Shoresh that could be formed from one single letter. The root of the word is one single letter. So what the Shin is the Shoresh over here. Okay? So Hashez Vashever means um, the destruction. Tolamim, Rashi says, Kishura Samachabisha, like the, like the rows of when they plow. So the, the, the teeth of the plow goes into the ground and makes and makes Tulama, makes Faros. Okay. Dabaracher, another explanation. Achiman Bona Anas. This has nothing to do with, um, with uh, actually, in fact, um, Rashi, take, uh, the Bach, takes out the words Dabaracher, because it's not a Dabaracher. Dabaracher would mean like, if we had a different explanation as to why um, he's called Achiman, Sheshai, and Talmai, whether they call those names, that'll be Dabaracher. This is not. This is just, an, uh, once we're mentioning them, we're mentioning another point concerning them. So, Achiman Bona Anas, Sheshai Bona Olush, Talmai Bona Talbush. They built those cities. Yilidi Hanak, Shemanikin Achama, Mikomasam. Meaning the Chama looked like a, an ornament around their necks. That's how tall they were. Look at Rashi. Uh, Rashi says, Dabar Acher Logasin. And Rashi, Nagar Zavagem, Shemanikin Azachama, Doma, She Tzavaro Nokev. It looks like his neck had a hole in it. Vaole Bechalona Rakia. And uh, it, it, there's like a, uh, you know, a, a, a window in the heaven. So they were so tall, that's where the sun appeared uh, to them. And like it was a, a, a neck around there, like an like a, a ornament on their neck. So that's very fascinating. And Mirchem, next week, we'll pick up on the, uh, on, on the Gemara further. There's some more Gadata before we get to the, uh, to the next uh, Sugi on the bottom. Okay. I wish you all a very good Shabbos, a very productive Shabbos. And Mirchem, we'll see you next week. Thank you.